Today on Stocks to Watch, we're focusing on lithium, a crucial component in cleaning up the environment, and a recent announcement from Arctic Fox Lithium. I'm Ashley Berry, and we're welcoming Harry Chu, the company's president and CEO. He's here to discuss this news in more depth. But first, let's give you a bit of a background as the exploration company is engaged in the acquisition, exploration, and development of quality mineral properties in Canada, with a sharp focus on the exploration and development of hard rock lithium deposits. Arctic Fox Lithium is trading on the Canadian Securities Exchange as AFX, on the Frankfurt Stock Exchange as O5K. Harry, it's great to have you with us today. Thank you, Ashley. It's a pleasure. Yeah, so you recently engaged strategy exploration advisors to conduct field work on your projects in the James Bay region. I'd like to discuss a little bit the scope of this project and perhaps what unique capabilities do strategy exploration advisors really bring to the table? Yeah, I mean, strategy exploration, I mean, they, they're, we came across them through a mutual acquaintance and uh, we had an interview with them and, and narrowed down that uh, they were the team that we wanted to go ahead with. They, they bring a lot of what we consider geological experience. They have a wealth of experience in the field that we're looking at, which is lithium, which is really hard to find. On top of that, to bring what's more important, a, a strong level of professionalism in, in terms of how they conduct their business and even the day-to-day -day operations, how they report to us uh, regularly. Uh, those are, are issues that uh, are fantastic, I mean, from our perspective. Yeah, I would have to imagine that it also brings a sense of empowerment, just knowing that they're there, uh, they're helping you, they're they're doing the research. Um, let's talk a little bit now about the findings and what the key highlights are from this fieldwork program. Yeah, I mean, uh, the fieldwork was unfortunately due to the, the fires and everything that and the blockage. We had a very narrow window in terms of trying to get as much accomplished as possible. I mean, our original plan was hopefully get on the property and. and the summertime, but we were only able to get on, on property in October. So mm -hmm. that really, uh, before winter sets in, gave us a very short period of time to, to get any work done. Um, strategy did, went ahead and, and did the work for us, and, and they covered a, a lot of land. They covered over 300 kilometers of, of line, which is fantastic in the short period of time that they did the work. So having said that, uh, there are a number of uh, key elements that the uh, that came out of the, the program, and we're very excited to talk about that. Well, despite the fires, it really sounds like they covered a significant amount of ground in a very short window of time. Let's talk about the findings here. What were the key highlights from this fieldwork program? Yeah, okay. Um, I mean, number of highlights. I mean, most notably, the, the main highlights that we, we covered, as I mentioned earlier, over 300 kilometers of, of line, which is, is phenomenal. Um, in that, uh, we identified well over 50 outcrops, a number which we were only expecting in the 20s to 30s. Uh, mm. And a lot of them were strung together uh, through some overburden. So we, we think there, a lot of them are very contiguous in terms of uh, where, you know, uh, what I'll say the pegmatite strings are. Um, within those outcrops, we collected over 200 uh, samples which are going to go into the lab for, for assaying. 348 mapping stations were completed, which will help us in terms of mapping or, or the underground underlying geological uh, plan that we want to go ahead with down the road. And the outcrops, as I mentioned earlier, I mean, outcrops are one thing, but uh, they were all, most of them were pe pegmatite. So 
what we mean by that is uh, the outcrops had a number of uh, what we called uh, rocks, which were uh, hosting muscovit, beryl, quartz, tournament, I think it's called, and garnets and, and, and crystals, all which were are what we consider indicators for LCT uh, pigmentites, lithium, cesium, and tantalum. And so you said 200 samples. That's a lot. I mean, that's very significant. And you said you've sent yeah. them off. Uh, yeah, for the assay results. When do you expect to get those back? Um, the original plan was to have them back within five to six weeks, and that was a couple of weeks ago. So we we expect we'll see some some of the results come in in the next three, two to three weeks, maybe three, three and a half weeks time. So when you collect these samples, I'm just curious, when you collect these samples and you and you look at them, I mean, to the naked eye, are you able to determine or is it just like looking at dirt you don't know and you're just hopeful that something out of all of those samples actually sticks or is exactly what you were looking for? Well, I mean, first and foremost, I mean, our, our team is not going to collect samples that they didn't believe, don't believe has any potential for for. Uh, uh, for for some results, as an example, okay. I mean, they're not going to just collect dirt for the purpose of collecting dirt. Um, they're they're experts in and what we consider in the field of lithium, hard rock lithium, and uh, they look for specific, uh, I think, rock types that they want to collect. I mean, they have to have that crystals that we're looking for. They have to have the you know, pegmatite. They have to be so. So I think um, from that perspective, uh, we're not just collecting rock and for the purpose of collecting rock. <laughs> Yeah. So, so, so we 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 think that the I mean originally we we would be happy we collected about 100 samples, but because there are so many pegmatites that they need to test, we collected well over 200. So, so we're we're very excited to see the results, and we're expecting some some good news down down the road here. Yeah, incredibly exciting in the exploration space. And, you know, I think it's interesting for our viewers to kind of hear that that you have this this very important trained team of experts on the ground there collecting exactly what they think is going to be something very positive uh, for the company, for shareholders, um, just moving forward. What do all these updates mean for Arctic Fox's shareholders in general? And do you have, say, three main compelling reasons why investors should consider Arctic Fox Lithium as a stock to watch? Well, I mean, in, in general, uh, I like to say that uh, the, the whole, whole area of James Bay is going to be, as I had mentioned previously in, in some previous interview, the most prolific area for discoveries of lithium in the world. Uh, I, I truly believe that. All the new discoveries, especially in hard rock lithium, is, is situated in, in the James Bay area of Quebec, first and foremost. And secondly, Arctic Fox is what I consider extremely undervalued for the assets that it has. It's, it's market caps around $3 million. You know, there, there, a lot of the comparables have market caps well over 100, even despite the market's conditions today, well over 100 million. Um, we have results which we believe are forthcoming that will hopefully, uh, in God's grace, that uh, will, will give us some, some strong lithium values. I mean, we're testing for all the rare earth elements and and um, I think uh, based on the rock types and, and what our team's telling us uh, visually that uh, things look very promising for us. And I think most uh, one key element is that Pontax North, our, I'll call it our signature property, which we found an, the, the most number of outcrops is situated along a main road 
and only a few kilometers from Alcom's huge discovery, which they're, they're in the process right now, as our team has noted, uh, starting to bring that into production or soon will be in production. So, so we expect that um, if we have any success, that uh, they would become you know, one of our, our natural partners in terms of developing that plan. Terrific. And Harry, I was going to say, I think it's really important that you talk about the market conditions. And, you know, despite the market conditions, obviously you're very optimistic. You know, how would you encourage others when they look at, say, the lithium market right now? Uh, how would you encourage them to say, hey, you need to believe in our company and believe in this market because you see a turnaround? Uh, I mean, the, the whole general market itself is very weak, especially in the junior, junior resource area. I mean, uh, I think uh, people or investors need to look at uh, what the future holds. I mean, for for me, when I originally got involved in in this play, I mean, you know, I I was one of those people that still drive a car with gas with gas, but now I drive an electric car, and I believe the future is in, in electric vehicles and lithium. This is going to be the main element in terms of uh, that space growing and lithium in itself as most people know it is in strong demand, but the supply is shortening. Okay. So we believe there's going to be a, a you know, a pinch in, in the market and there's going to be a need to, to have, you know, uh, lithium. So, so there's going to be a lot of juniors, which will be swallowed up by majors. And, and we believe if we have success that we may be one of those. So Arctic Fox, I think is, is, is prime for having some good results down the road and hopefully with a plan in place, we'll be drilling in the, in the near future, which is somewhat hoping Q1, Q2 of 2024. Excellent points. Thanks so much for mentioning the electric vehicles as lithium is a critical component. Harry Chu, president and CEO at Arctic Fox Lithium. Always a pleasure to speak with you. Thanks so much for joining us here on Stocks to Watch. And we look forward to our next discussion and more important updates from your company. Thank you, Ashley. Really appreciate that. 